You are now politicking with Poe on PoePolitikin.com. I don't know how y'all see it, but when it comes to the children, Wu-Tang is for the children. We teach the children. You know what I mean? PolPolitikin.com, self-help meets hip-hop. Make sure you download our app on iTunes and Android. I'm now politicking with the lovely Denise Jackson. How you doing today? I'm doing good. Where you from? Where you from? What's your hometown? Uh, San Diego, Southeast San Diego. Southeast? You barely see the beach or you see the beach? <laughs> yeah, I see the beach sometimes. Alright, sure. So, uh... We gonna before we do the interview. I just want to know a little bit about you. So, what's your interest on who you be with? 
who do I be with? Actually, um, I'll be with my cousins. Actually, they really don't live down here, but um, when they do come down here, um, I'll be with my cousins. Actually, um, um, who else will I be with? Um, my other god sister. And really, that's about it. I'll be so busy working on books and working on my movie and my bathing suit line, so I'll be, like, really busy. All right, so you kind of went into it because I, I asked you who your, what your interests are too. So you said uh, bathing suit line, you said books. So what else you like to do? Um, I like to um, I like to basically help others that are suffering from epilepsy. All right, so yeah, so you just flowing right into the interview. So just going on in. So why? So why do you? I mean, pretty most people when it's a cause, it's kind of kind of like they either went through it or they know somebody that went through it. So. Just go on, give us the story. Well, um, I was one of them uh, that used to suffer from epilepsy um, years ago. Um, I used to suffer from epilepsy since I was a young girl. And um, 2010, my mother had found, like, the best doctor in La Jolla, California at UCSD Hospital. And they asked me, they said, would you mind getting brain surgery to stop from having seizures? And I was just like, at first I said, um, uh, I don't know, I'm going to think about that because they told me I could either die or I could be seizure free. And then they told me that the thing that they would have to do to me, which was shave off my hair and cut my head open. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to think on that. <laughs> so um, after that, I kept having the complex partial seizures um, for a while. And I was like, forget it. Um, yeah, you can cut my head open. You can do whatever you want to do. I want to stop having these seizures. So I basically took a risk at my life. So um, to, uh, 2011, January 24, 2011, um, I ended up getting the brain surgery, and it came out to be a success. So since then, I have been um, six years seizure-free. So, so what are you doing as far as like helping other people, just giving them like awareness? Give them, uh, you know, making sure epilepsy be, you know, well known. I give them money every single year um, on the epilepsy walks, you know, to find more cureness to help people that kind of don't have the money to get the brain surgery or don't have like medical insurance to get it. So what I do is every year I donate money, give back. Yeah, and I say do a lot of people like, because uh, I always be thinking like, I always think like, man, what if somebody like driving or something, they having a seizure, so do, is it a lot of like deaths like that, or you don't really know what happened when you're driving and stuff? Um, on a, um, to be honest, I used to drive, they didn't, the doctors didn't know, but I used to, you know, sneak and drive for work, and I did have a seizure behind wheels before, but it wasn't like, um, it is, it is, you ain't supposed to do that. No matter what, you're not supposed to do that. But my the type of seizures that I was having, they were very mild. I didn't, I don't, I never shook or anything like that. So what I just do, I would just pull over until the weird feeling would go away, and then I just sit for a minute, and then I turn off my car and, and just keep on going. But yeah, you're not really supposed to do that. And then I know, like before, I, I remember like as far as hip hop, a lot of rappers was having seizures. So is it like can seizures be like? Just from overwork or like drug induced too, or is it just really uh -oh. just like genetics? Um, little, uh, yeah, I know you. Now you just said that little Wayne does have seizures. He has different type 
I didn't say Lil Wayne though. I just said rappers. <laughs> oh, well, 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 I meant to say well, cause when you brought that up, when you yeah, actually I know like when you brought that up, and Lil Wayne's the first person that came to my mind because I know uh, his history of having seizures, and um, he he had the different type of seizures. Those are the ones that yeah, you really you really ain't supposed to drive at all. And those, he had like um, where he bite his tongue and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, my seizures came from when I was a when I was I was only four pounds, and then um, when I was six months, my mom told me that I had a high fever. That can also be another reason why you know uh, seizures can come along because I had a serious high fever, and they have to sit my little body in ice hmm. for the seizures to go for me to stop being so hot and for the seizures to go away. Hmm. So it started from there. Alright, and then, so then I, I remember you, you, you're you an author too, so I want you to talk about what made you write the book and let us know about the book a little bit. Well, so what made me write the book was um, somebody from my, I don't want to say it like that. Uh, I was, okay, well, let me just say it. Well, somebody from my past basically came back into my life, and um, he's not the type of guy that I would usually date because of where he's from. So, um, and he was locked up in prison, and so that's how I began to start to write the book, and so he was doing like a 10-year bid in prison, and so when he ended up getting out, yes, I did continue to talk to him, but um, yeah, I wasn't the only girl that he was talking to. He was talking to numerous other females when he got out of prison, you know how guys, I'm not trying to say you, but they're known to sell women dreams, and sometimes we like a guy so much or love a guy so much that we will believe anything that they say. So I was one of them, and yeah, he ended up getting people pregnant, and um, he ended up going crazy on me. So I ended up writing a story about it, you know, writing all my emotions about it, and um, what's so crazy how I how the story is going to end, the story really ended like that because now he's back where he started. <laughs> he's back in the jailhouse. I could serve um, a 300-year sentence. Damn, 300-year sentence? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> he going to be dropping the phone. <laughs> so, where, so where can um, people check out the book? You can check out my book on Amazon. Um it's called Killer in Heaven. He's in love with the Coco. Um, make sure when they check out my book because somebody else who I did publish my book with, you know, people can be messy and to try to still get money. So that specific book of the old version of Killer in Heaven, don't purchase it. Purchase the one that just have a, um, it, it will say Killer in Heaven on it. But it will have a beautiful um, girl on it, and then on the back of the book, you can read my you can you can read my story on the back of the book. So that's the book that they want. This is the new version of Part One of Killer in Heaven. So what do you mean by the the publishing thing you talk about? <laughs> well, I was people. Need, I mean that be that's that's good for other people, authors or anybody want to write a book to know. So what do you mean by that? What happened? Well, I was dealing with. Um, First, I was dealing with somebody from, I'm not going to say their name, um, from Atlanta. 
that didn't work out. And so I ended up dealing with somebody from Dago, and, you know, he made it seem like, you know, yeah, I'm going to help you. I can do this. I can do that. But really, he's, he's really out for him. The person is really out for himself. So he wanted 50% of everything that I do. How you going to, why you want 50% of everything that I make that I'm not going to, I'm not getting money off of it. And on top of that, he kind of got personal and I didn't like him, how he liked me. And he was also breaking up happy homes. So for me to get away from him, I just like deuces. I want all my material back and I'm out. But the thing is, he did not take the book, the first, the, the second book that was made that he, that he did. Okay. Yeah. He helped me with the book for his book, but he helped, he helped me only for, only for him to make money. But he don't want to take that book off of Amazon because he know my book is so hot. He think he can make, he know he can make money off of it. So he don't want to take the old version off. So that's the thing I want. I want to let everybody know by if they have any issues, they can hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, to, to let, so I can let them know which book to get and what not to get. All right. And what would you like to say to all the people that have been supporting your uh, movement so far, your brand? Yeah, I would like to, you know, really thank everyone for their support. Um, be be looking out for uh, part two this year, um, for also for the new soundtrack. I got a lot of um, San Diego authors, I mean San Diego uh, rappers, on my new soundtrack to Killer in Heaven, which Damu, Mitchie, um, my homegirl Kitty, CK Marv, I have um, Payday, I have my homie uh, Tiny Mad, I got Baby Mad, so yeah, be looking out for, you know, the part two, it's gonna be really, it's gonna be dope. I want to say thank you for coming through politics with me. Thank you so much, I really appreciate it. Popolitikin.com. Thanks for listening to Popolitikin.com, a self-help meets hip-hop brand. If you are an artist or business owner wanting to be featured on Popolitikin.com, contact us at Popolitikin at gmail.com. That's P-O-P-O-L-I-T-I-C-K-I-N at gmail.com. Or text 760-717-5803. If you're a listener that enjoys the show and wants to support, you can donate to popolitikin.com via paypal.com. Please send donations to popolitikin at gmail.com. Any amount will be helpful in continuing to create quality content and shows. As always, check out popolitikin.com for past episodes. Make sure you subscribe to Popolitikin on iTunes, YouTube, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Welcome to CoNIMBY Foundation, a private family foundation incorporated in 1968, and it's dedicated to our continued mission of reflecting the family philanthropic philosophy. Our programs expand educational opportunities and creative, inclusive communities because supporting the causes of education and community development is the hallmark of our work. The foundation's programs have ambitious goals that seek to meet the needs of our communities. We acknowledge how important it is to have sound structures and strategies in place to achieve success in all of our programs. To learn more about our work, visit us at conimby.org and on Facebook at Conimby Foundation.